Okay, hello and welcome to this bonus episode of Best Picture Cast, where we are going to be going over our Sub-50 Tournament 2, which is coming up. If you've been in tune with us, you know we did our draft episode last week. We each picked movies that are 50% or below on Rotten Tomatoes, both critic and audience. And we're going to break them up into pools where the voting will begin this week, starting Wednesday, July 7th. And joining me today, I have very special guests from the Below Freezing podcast, both Adam and Melissa. Adam and Melissa, how are we doing today? Great. Great, yeah. We're our, excited. Our kids are not presently in the same <laughs> dwelling as us, so fantastic, really, is the answer to that question. <laughs> That's right. I'm super excited to do this with you guys. I... Uh, I love your podcast. It's, it's, it's one I listen to weekly when it comes out, whether I have seen the movie or not. So why don't you guys uh, tell us a little bit about the pod? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I would say that in the household, you know, given, given the chance for one of us to pick a movie, I would, I would lean maybe towards foreign or old or, you know, something on the more like Oscar Beatty side. And, and Melissa's wheelhouse were these movies that I just would not normally give the time of day. Our um. first date was a movie, uh, we went to go see The Grudge in theaters, which was her choice, not mine. And she enjoyed it, and I enjoyed it because I laughed through a lot of it, which was not what she was hoping. Um, so I, I, our relationship has always been kind of a constant battle of who's picking what and, and what kind of movie it's gonna be. Yeah, his, his movies have always been separated from mine. He has like the Oscar worthy movies and then all my movies probably have or all of them I think have been on the Razzie list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh so um so so yeah, so we you know we decided to to do a podcast and, and you know it's tough because and you know this like when you want to do a movie podcast you've really got to have a hook. You've got to have uh the thing that gives your your podcast some momentum, something that drives it forward and and I, I thought only doing movies under 32% or less, and, and we just focus on the, the critical score, would give us some, some really uh, interesting, terrible, horrible options um, to some, some version of entertaining or, or, or not. So basically, that's just, that's just it. We sometimes will, she'll have one in mind or I'll have one in mind, and we just got done doing every single Resident Evil movie. That was our big kick lately. Um, but basically, as long as the movie falls under 32%, uh, we can do it on the show and we, you know, we give it some history and sometimes we, we rip into it and other times we have like weird kind of philosophical <laughs> discussions and I, I don't know, it, it's, it's, we never know exactly where it's going to go yeah. as long as it's below 32%. I'll say one of my favorite episodes that you guys did was uh, the, the disaster movie. The, 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 oh. <laughs> um, I th I've never seen it. I just know about it because it's, it's notoriously like the lowest rated movie on IMDb. And uh, I'm glad I don't have to watch it now because you guys did the wonderful episode on it. <laughs> and uh, I have to say, like, the concept of immortalizing the year 2008 or whatever year it came out in, in a movie parody is ridiculous to me. And you, I, could, I, could, I could feel your guys' headache as you were going, <laughs> as you were going through <laughs> That's that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, that was not that was not a movie that people should watch. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll tell you what, after, uh, after that episode, I, I saw that you did one for the movie 43, and that's a movie I hadn't ever seen. So I, that one I actually watched before it and then listened to the episode and had, had fun with that one, too. That was another good one. <laughs> that's, that, that's a movie. I, I considered that movie, but it, it, didn't, it did, ultimately didn't make the, the cut for this, this tournament. Didn't quite make it. That's right. So you guys have each picked three movies, again, both under 50% critic and audience. So there may actually even be some movies in this tournament that don't qualify for your show. 
because you guys are taking it. You're you're dialing down even lower to thirty two. So yes, indeed. Yeah, and again, that shows uh, below freezing. They can find that on ever any platforms that there are out there, right? That is correct. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, so how we're going to do this today is I have the groups for the tournament. The voting is going to be done on Twitter, and then when we get to the head-to-head stuff, it'll, that'll go over to Instagram as well. And the voting will start. Uh, this is going to drop on a Monday. The voting will start on Wednesday. So we're going to go through the groups. Groups. Uh, there's nine groups of four. We'll talk a little bit about the movies, and then your picks are spread out amongst those nine groups. So when we get to the group uh, that has your pick in it, you guys will give the movie that you've done, and then uh, we'll talk a little about it, and then I'll give you the, uh, the other movies that it's going to be going up ahead against. Sounds great. Yeah. All right, so we're going to start with Group A. Group A is a group where we have the four movies that, that you guys are not included in, so you're, you're free reign to rip any of these apart here as, as we go or, or to let us, let us know that you love them. So uh, in Group A, the four movies are going to be Volcano from 1997, starring Tommy Lee Jones, uh, The Purge, the original Purge from 2013, The Last Action Hero, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger from 1993, and also starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Twins from 1988. So Pool A is for Arnold here. Any uh, movies stick out to you guys there? Well, we recently just watched uh, Last Action Hero b- before even knowing about this. That was that definitely was a childhood movie of mine uh, that I, I had never seen it. Very much enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. um, and and you know, it there is it's a, this got a hard stamp of nostalgia on it. I, you mentioned this because I, I listened to your uh, when you listed all of the uh, films in the tournament, and I I agree. You know, Dante's Peak I think was set in Washington, so oh, really? I think we were we, we were Dante's Peak over Volcano people here. Oh. The, the car. I've talked about this before. The indestructible the, Jeep. The Jeep in Dante's Peak that could literally drive through lava and it's still... It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking amazing. That oh, was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I was a Dante's um, Peak guy too. Yeah. I'd have to say Twins was the Arnold movie that I watched growing up. Him and Danny DeVito. That... To me, that's classic and amazing. Well cast, I have to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Both... Uh, both both actors have aged wonderfully, especially uh, especially Danny DeVito and his run on on Always Sunny for sure. Oh, oh we are yeah, yeah big we are Sunny and Philly fans. Yes. yes, yes, that's a tough one. I I gotta say, I think I think The Purge might be like the best made movie of those, you know. But I mean, if if I was voted in that thing, I I would probably be voting for Last Action Hero. And I would be I would vote for Twins. Yeah. Or, is yeah, this I what you want us to uh, do? Do you want us to say what we're gonna vote for? No, <laughs> if you want to. I mean, I just, okay. You could, yeah, it's, it's, well, then you're right. So, but it's um, also, it, I should specify too now, each group, two movies will advance. So the top two oh, vote-getters will move on. You can only vote for one, but the two that get the most votes will move on to the second round. I actually just watched Twins for the first time this month, like leading up to this, because it was one of the ones I was like looking at picking. And yeah, it's, it's an interesting one for sure. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> over to uh, to Group B and Adam, this this will be your pool here. So why don't you start with uh, your first selection? All right. So for for my first pick, you know, it's tough because it's hard to know what's going to win this tournament, right? Are you going for like the best movie or like the worst movie that's the most enjoyable to watch? And it's 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 interesting. And I tried to do a bit of both throughout my pick. So I'm going straight out of the gate with um, just uh, a movie that is is so bad. That it, it defies all logic. Three um, percent critical, twelve percent audience, and I'm going with the movie that officially ended John Travolta's career, and that is Battlefield Earth. Wow, excellent choice. Now that, that, that and by excellent I mean terrible, but great. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes. 
Uh, now that's that's like the Scientology one, the L. Ron Hubbard novel. Yeah, it is based on an L. Ron Hubbard novel, indeed. Okay, wow, interesting. Yeah, I remember that one coming out in theaters, and I just remember seeing the trailer in other movies that I was at, being like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" Yeah, and this was not one that I saw when it came out. I mean, we must have watched this a few years ago. A few years ago. Oh, it was during COVID. Was it? Yeah. Fuck. Okay. I, well, COVID was a long time. Um, <laughs> I like and and the the actual ta- like uh, Forrest Whitaker's in this, Barry Pepper's in it. It's so oh. insane and nonsensical, but it's also so funny in its absurdity and. Um, and I, I was doing a little bit of research on it uh, the last couple of days, and I, I was so uh, not only did it win the Razzie the year it came out, but the Razzies gave it the the worst. It, they called it the worst drama of the first twenty five years that they've been around. Like wow. just the one of the worst movies in the last quarter of a century. Um, it is it is insane, but it's also it's not like it's not just like forgettable. It's it's totally memorable and and just nuts. For it's you. a nuts movie. Well, yeah. It's very forgettable for me. Well, that's why you're going to lose this tournament. <laughs> just saying. I love it. I love it. And and you know, we just in talking to the guys, there's 10 of us it, it, who did this this draft here. And we did one last Halloween for horror movies and we did one for animation movies. And those were were way more competitive in the sense of you knew you had to get this if you wanted a chance of winning. This one we look at and we just honestly have no idea which of these movies is gonna is gonna come out of this thing. Yeah, it's 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 wide open in a in like a painful way. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> and and I should mention that the winner of this tournament will get its very own best picture cast episode. So it will get the full deep dive. If one of yours guys wins, you're gonna you're gonna be right there with us uh, doing it. So it should be should be interesting. Oh, I'm excited. Yes. All right, so Battlefield Earth is in, and here are the movies it's going to be going up against. Alongside Battlefield Earth in Group B, we will have 1995's Batman Forever, starring Val Kilmer as Batman, his lone movie wearing the suit. We will have Mac and Me from 1988, which was the top pick in the draft. And we will have SNL skit-worthy Coneheads from 1993. So that's Battlefield Earth, Batman Forever, Mac and Me, and Coneheads. Interesting bracket. Uh, Batman Forever is an excellent film and is not worthy of being in this tournament. Um, I absolutely love that movie. Yeah, this is bananas. I'm with you. I'm so confused what I'm even doing here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm with you. I'm a big Batman Forever guy. I mean, that's right. As you can tell by the dates of a lot of these movies... You know, we're, we're all, most of us are 90s kids, so, you know, anything in that 96 range is like, that's, that's pure nostalgia mode. And I was always a huge fan of Jim Carrey's Riddler and, and definitely the soundtrack of Batman Forever. So the soundtrack alone. Oh, man. A seal. Yeah. It is. Yes. Fucking love that. That was a jam. Also, the very underrated U2 song, Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me, starts off that. Starts off that album, so that's a, a good tune as well. But yeah, good soundtrack all around. I think Batman Forever is a is a, a good pick in there. But uh, I, you know, I think Battlefield Earth holds a chance to advance there. You got, you know, Mac and me. I don't know much about. I know it's like the big running Paul Rudd joke with uh, yes. with Conan, and then you have Coneheads. So see, and Coneheads, it's. I mean, it really is. It it came in. I think. It was that was around the time of of Adam Sandler emerging and in uh, Wayne's World and I, I do I think it is the for, it's the forgettable SNL movie I it is it's bad in that kind of funny way but I just wonder how much it's held up with with people our age I, it, I mean it's been a long time since I thought about Coneheads yeah I've I never totally seen agree it. and I mean really? yeah that's I mean we're looking at 
90, I mean, I probably saw that in 94, and I don't think I've seen it since. So, you yeah. know, not one you see on all the time. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Melissa, and any of those movies? You, Mac and me, you? Mac and me, I've never seen, nor do I ever want to, only because of what we've seen with Paul Rudd. Yeah. And just like, that's, I don't know. It lives up to that. And yeah. I like don't want to see it and have uh, it be any less. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you there on that. So, but if it wins, I, I guess I'll have to deep dive it. So, uh, you know, right. what, what can you say? I'm sure that in doing your podcast, you've seen tons of movies you wish you never had to see. Oh, yeah. Well, more him, I would think. Well, but that's no. There's but been there's some bad ones. There's for been me. Yes. there have been some ones where I I now I regret. We, we do drink while we watch our movies because most of the time we do need <laughs> we do need to have some liquid courage just oh, to continue watching. I hear you there. <laughs> now, now, do you guys? You guys? Do you record right after you watch the movies? Yeah. So yeah, most of the time he he does all the research. I. Unless I pick the movie, I don't. There are sometimes I'll start the movie and she doesn't even know yeah. what it is that we're seeing yet. Oh, that's so we record right after. I'm the wild card on our podcast. Oh, I just, yeah, she, she, is the, she is the Charlie Day <laughs> of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Now, uh, before before we move on to the, to, to your pick, Melissa, I got to ask, what if just off the top of your head, what is the worst movie that you've covered that you think that just sticks out as the worst one? Like worst as in like nobody should ever have to watch this movie? Like it was just painful. It was a painful ordeal. Like it wasn't even good, I, good I, bad. I, I know mine. Oh, God. We've, there's so many. But I think like the one that sticks out to me the most is Private Resort. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Oh, what true. were you going to say? Well, well hold, so, so Private Resort is, the I think, the first movie that Johnny Depp was in um, or one of the first. Uh, and it's it's this like 80s spring break movie where these guys are basically just trying to get laid the entire time somewhere in Florida, and it's it's really misogynistic it just and not funny. Age well. It, it yeah. just hasn't aged very well at all. <laughs> in a similar vein, uh, the worst one that I would say is Swept Away, uh, which is the Madonna movie that Guy Ritchie directed. Oh wow! Um, which is, I mean, it is. She yeah, is such a bitch to this guy on the boat, and then they get they basically get shipwrecked, and then he is just willfully an asshole to her and it's like it's not like you know battlefield earth or something where it's so bad but it's also kind of funny like it's just so bad like why these people who had talent thought they could make this movie is madonna's in that one right yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. i think that's maybe that's why i liked it a little more only because it was madonna Ooh, woof. i don't know wow <laughs> <laughs> I, i've never even heard of either of those movies so i gotta check those episodes out for sure <laughs> oh um, wow. maybe i'll skip the movie though and i'll just just listen to you guys J yeah <laughs> yeah Okay, Group C, Melissa, this is going to be your first pick, so why don't you, uh, why don't you let us know what, what you're taking first? Okay, the, my first pick is The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Wow. Have you seen it? I have not. That's Sean Connery? Yeah. And, um, oh my gosh, why do I always forget it's, his name? It's He's Shane, like the cutie. Shane West. Shane West. The guy from A Walk to Remember. I don't know. Have you ever even seen that one? Uh, a Walk to Remember, <laughs> I think. That's with Mandy, Mandy Moore, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what do you have the the score on that one? Yeah, so the critical is seventeen, and the audience is forty four. Now that's see that surprises me. I always thought that that was like that that was a successful movie in its in its run. I guess the critics just bury it. Well, it, it's one of those things where I, I don't know. You you like this movie, so maybe you should talk first. I, I don't know. I I like this movie because it's got. I mean, it ha like I don't know. Sean Connery. I, I he wasn't amazing in this movie, but he's still in it, and I liked it. Um, it has kind of all these like fictional characters coming together 
um, Jekyll and Hyde, right? Right. There's the a there's a man. vampire, the yeah. Invisible Man. Um, who's the the pirate guy? What's his name again? Oh, I I know the actor. I don't know. I've Anyways, yeah. yeah I, it, it's if you know me, I love these kind of movies. Like you don't need a lot of anything to get me to be like, I, yes, done. Bring this fantasy together, and it, we did this. We covered this episode, and I absolutely loved it. He kept picking it apart, and yeah. I was just like, yeah. "No, who cares? Just, <laughs> just watch it and enjoy it. This is that's all you need to do with this movie. It's very entertaining. Nice, it, it, but it it like effectively like Sean Connery didn't do another movie after this. Uh, the guy who directed it, Stephen Norrington, who also directed Blade, didn't direct another movie after this. Like it, it really did. It was a it was a career killer, and I, I think. Most of the other people associated with it also like just didn't do much after this movie. Wow, was Catherine Zeta-Jones in that one too? No, no, I'm missing. Okay, uh, miss that's that's Entrapment. That's the other one with Connery. Got it. That's okay. So, a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Interesting. All right, that's going to be in Group C, and it is going to be going up against 2010's Casino Jack, starring Kevin Spacey, Street Fighter, starring Jean Claude Van Damme, and Jennifer's Body. Starring Megan Fox, so they. So, hey, I have a, ch- I have a chance. <laughs> I actually have a chance. <laughs> I think so. I think like, you going do. Through. I mean, I, I mean <laughs> and I, I again, I, I listened to your episode on this. Uh, you're right. The Kevin Spacey movie will not, will not advance. <laughs> That's just is, not going to happen. I said to, uh, I said to Grant before this. I think that that the Casino Jack is the 36 seed. And I don't even know what six of the movies are, but it will still it will still be the bottom. You so your 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 group of friends really had a lot of wonderful things to say about Jennifer's body. I I have not seen. That. I've never seen it either. Well, I I think that would be uh that would be a good one for you guys to do. If I, I let's see if it qualifies for below freezing here. I, I was gonna say what's what's the score? All right, now it's, it's a little bit oh, it's a little bit uh, it's a little bit warmer than than freezing. Forty five ah. critic and thirty five audience, so it just misses. But okay, I think it's worth checking out. It's a, it's a it's it's a different movie for sure. Adam, had you ever heard of Casino Jack before this? I, you know, I had because I think the, in the the period of time where Kevin before we all have hated Kevin Spacey and, and pre House of Cards, his movie choices were all like. Uh, like biopic, kind of glitzy, uh, all about him. I mean, I remember when he did he did his uh, Bobby Darren biopic, and I, I feel like he was really trying to run and gun and get his third Oscar. I think he wanted to kind of break into that upper crust of, of rarity with Oscar wins. Um, and I think he, I thought he, I, I felt like he was chasing. I, I hadn't seen it, but I, I had heard of it. Yeah, so that was that one was totally new to me. And and any uh, Melissa, any Street Fighter experience? I've tried. He uh, yeah, I've he tried. Has put that in. Are, sorry, I'm like yanking the it's, it's headphones out. He, uh, he's con- constantly putting that in our like group of movies, and I just somehow push it back in or like try to find. I don't know. I I need to watch this. I keep pushing. There's it. nothing. I, I I don't know anything about it, and I don't know why I keep pushing it in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know that out of these movies, that'd be the first one I'd push anyone to watch, but uh, it's definitely an interesting choice here. Uh, so it's it's uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Casino Jack, Street Fighter, and Jennifer's Body. That's Group C. So we are on to Group D, and we are back to Adam. All right. So yeah, I'm going with another. Um, uh, this is not a, a personal favorite of mine, uh, but it's also it's it's crazy how how bad this is aged, but also in an entertaining way. And it's also a nice slice of life from the time it came out. And I'm talking about the uh, 
the Ben Affleck, J-Lo led Gili. Wow, you are going for it. Yeah, yeah that's uh, 6% critical, 13% audience. Yeah, you know, I had always, this was one where, again, like, kind of like Battlefield Earth, I had always heard how bad this was. But until you see it, you just don't truly know how bad it is. And, and taking the two leads aside, I mean, uh, Christopher Walken and Al Pacino are in this movie. And, and I mean, they're, they're swinging for it, but it is, I mean, they're like home run, home run swings that just stri- you strike out on. Yeah, and those are home run hitters taking home run swings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they like to swing the bat. Yeah, but wow, it's, I mean, okay. just, it's, it's, you've got Justin Bartha, uh, who, who I think most notably is some, The Hangover. He's the guy who goes missing in The Hangover okay. movies. He plays this guy who has some kind of uh, uh, mental handicap. And at one point in the movie, he sings Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back. <laughs> And there's like no reason for it, but it's also, you can't, you're doing it now because you're remembering yes, it. It's, I it's just, it's like, why is this in the movie? It's, oh, it's so, it is, oh man. It's, it's, you, have you seen it? I have not. I know, the only thing I know of Geely is just the, it being the butt of all the jokes and everything. And uh, I, I don't, I've never seen a trailer for it, a commercial for it. Man, that's one I might have to check out. I don't know. It is, yes, it is you absurd. You have to check it out. Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> Wow. Okay. It's, we might uh, have gone. It? We might have gone through more than two bottles of wine when we watched that. Oh movie. yeah. I, that, <laughs> Does that have a below freezing episode? No, it doesn't. Um, it, probably some point in the future, but who knows? Very nice. It was just a fun night, I yeah. think, of just <laughs> watching a bad movie and enjoying the hell out of it. Wow. So Geely is in, and we uh, we had a on our Argo episode. We went through the whole Ben Affleck uh, filmography and. We spent a little time on the on the the Geely era of because uh, that's right Oof. around he's doing I think that's right at the Reindeer Games and he's got he's got a stretch yep. there where he's spiraling to the uh, to the ground. Reindeer Games is another classic <laughs> movie. Yeah, <laughs> Geely is in in Group D, and what a group we have here. We have along with Geely, we have Problem Child from 1990. We have The Fan, Tony Scott directed movie. Uh, starring Robert De Niro, 1996, and Fateful Findings from 2013. <laughs> so Problem Child, The Fan, Fateful Findings. Any of those stick out to you guys? Well, okay, so right we, off the bat. So we have to yeah. go on the tangent. So uh, there's another, there's a great podcast out there called How Did This Get Made? And uh, famously, they've got a bunch of, it's, it's Paul Shear and Jason Manzoukas and Junai Grayfield, and they, they, they rip apart movies. That's what they do. Um, they also, they've toured their show before around and they do live episodes. And when they came to Seattle, we went to go see the episodes. And one of those was Fateful Findings. So we have seen Fateful Findings. Um, it is, it is just as magnificent as it has been made out to be. But the extra plug is that if you listen to that episode of How Did This Get Made, my voice is singing the Second Opinion song. So... I uh, gotta plug that episode because wow, that right. was that was that was fun. Yeah. Oh, I that, gotta check that I, one out. Uh, you know, that's a that's a show that's a podcast where, you know, like I I, I love the concept of it and I looked I looked at it and I just didn't none of the movies I didn't even recognized so it was like I kind of did I never got pulled into it. You know, it's normally with movie podcasts. I mean, your guys is one of the exceptions. If um if I haven't seen the movie, it's tough to really get that invested in the podcast. But I guess you know when the movie's that big of a train wreck, maybe that's a good format format for it. <laughs> and and honestly, like a lot of the movies that we we tend to settle on sometimes are because we know that they've done an episode on it, so we can watch it and then listen to it. Because there are times where the commentary that they do on it is it's hysterical. Um, 
I mean, it led to one of our, like, honestly, one of my favorite movies now, which is Sleepaway Camp. Um, we only would have found if it was from this podcast. So, um, but yeah, so Faithful Findings is, is, you have to go to Pornhub to find it if you want to find it for free, um, but you can find it on Pornhub. Wow. All right, that's not a streaming service I thought we'd be dropping today, but you know. Yeah. No, no, not yeah. Neither, neither did I. But if if you want to see it for free, it's on Pornhub. All right, there it is. There it is. And uh, yeah, Grant Grant Z picked that one. Grant has has famously won all of our tournaments so far. He won the sub fifty one last year with Roadhouse. He won the horror one with Halloween, and he won the animation one with The Lion King. So he he really went uh, went for it this time around. He picked. Three whack, wacky movies. We already talked about, about uh, Mac and Me. And then you have this one here in Faithful Findings. So, and we'll get to this, the third one he picked. But yeah, he, he said, you know, I'm either going to be the first one out or I'm going to win it again out of pure wackiness. So that was kind of his, his move. Um, Faithful Findings is an excellent yeah. pick. Excellent. <laughs> All right. On my list for sure. And... We have uh, the fan and problem child. Either of those uh, resonate with you guys? You know, I, I saw the I saw problem child when I was a kid. I've um, never but, seen them. But but it's I was so young when I watched it that I think I've forgotten like all of it. The fan, you know, Tony Scott movies are real hit and miss. Um, and the fan, the fan, it's not so bad that it's good kind of movie, but it's also not a terrible movie. So it just kind of fits in this weird, just this it, uh, it's it's fine kind of movie. Yeah, there's, you know, one of the things we were talking about this is that, you know, when you're going to, to find all these movies that are under 50%, you're going to find a ton of sequels, you're going to find a ton of horror flicks, you're going to find a ton of bad comedies. And there's a few movies in here that just are their own thing, that just kind of got stuck down there somehow. And The Fan is definitely one of them. And I remember being real into that when I, that came out right around I was in middle school. So uh, I remember being into that back then. But again, not one I ever really went back to or, or revisited since. So that would be interesting to yeah. see how that one holds up. All right, so we're, we're up to, to group E. We're right in the midway point here. So, so neither of you guys have one in this one. Before we do that, Best Picture Guest, we like to talk about uh, what we're drinking too. I think uh, you guys are, are joining me here today. I know you said you like to do that in Below Freezing. We do the same here. I'll lead us off. I have the uh, the Narragansett Dell's Summer Shandy. Nice. Always good this time of year, especially during these heat waves. Uh, what do you guys, and you guys are up in the Pacific Northwest where there's been crazy, crazy heat waves. So what do you have uh, yes. cooling you down here today? Gosh, what am I drinking today, Adam? <laughs> so so Melissa here is drinking a uh, Chateau St. Michel uh, Riesling, uh, which is a local local yep. winery. Uh, and I myself, I love, I love listening and hearing the the occasional uh, Elysian shout out, uh, yep. which of course is a, a Seattle beer. Um, I, I have a Seattle beer, but it's not Elysian, although I do have space dust in my garage right now. Um, I am drinking the Fremont Sky Kraken Hazy IPA, and it is just magnificent. This is his new. It is just glorious. Drink, yeah. Wow, love a good hazy IPA. What's the name of the brewery there? So it's Fremont um, Brewery, which is Fremont's a neighborhood in Seattle, and it's it's called the Sky Kraken. It's got a big old fucking squid taking down a fucking blimp. Oh hell it's yeah! Amazing. Very nice, and that is going to be the name of the new Seattle hockey team too, right? The Kraken. The Kraken, yeah. Yeah, there we go. I know I'm I'm up to date with my Seattle uh, my Seattle info here. Look at you! Uh, wow. I've been to Seattle <laughs> once. Absolutely loved it. I saw Pearl Jam there uh, back in 20, 2017 or so. 2018, and I was able to go to the Elysian uh, Brewery, one of them, I think they have a few of them, but it's one of yeah. the more impressive breweries I've been to, just like big, big restaurant and a ton of 
ton of cool beers on oh, top. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Because usually only, like, the Space Dust and I think maybe, like, Day Glow. There's only, like, a couple that make their way out here. So it was, like, really cool to see that they had, like, all these flavored beers, and they really had a, a ton of stuff. So I'm at, out yep. here in Long Island. Breweries are, like, a big thing. There's, there's a ton, and I let everything's open again. I'm just trying to get back in the, back in the circuit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and we have some great wineries out here, too, out on the east end of Long Island, both, you know, by Riverhead and Orient Point and a ton of that, too. So. Okay, so the next one we got up is Group E, and again, this, one is, uh, this one's set with four already. So I'll just uh, read them off here. We have from 2000, Dude, Where's My Car? We have Big Top Pee Wee from 1988. That would be the sequel to Pee Wee's Big Adventure. We have Grant Z's third choice, which is Samurai Cop from 1991. And we have my first round pick, which I'm very excited about. And that is The Island of Dr. Moreau from 1996. Yeah, I'm. I'm really glad on on the episode you guys did that you you not only talked about the movie but the the documentary because we we also watched both when we first watched The Island of Dr. Moreau. Um, it. I mean, the again that movie is incredibly insane and uh, is chock full of some of the most banana performances you'll ever encounter. And then yeah, when you actually like Richard Stanley sneaking back on to be an extra in the movie is just. Incredible. I mean, that is one of the the most amazing things I, I've ever heard, and and it was so so great to to kind of get the context of the insanity behind it to watch that documentary. Yeah, and that was so like that was one of the reasons that I watched it. Well, because well, we were doing this. I watched it for this. I had never seen it before. I didn't know anything about the plot. I just knew it was just this crazy movie that had this wacky story and a documentary about how crazy it was. So I'm like, all right, that might be fun to. You know, if I'm going to watch a bad movie, I'll get through it. At least have like a like a fun documentary afterwards to do it. But I went to, to just imagine this experience. I went into Island of Dr. Moreau knowing nothing about the plot or about what I was about to see. About 25 minutes into it, I was like, what the fuck am I watching right now? Like what? There's, <laughs> there's creatures crawling all over the place. And it's you got like it was just just insane. Just insane stuff. I did. I at least knew about like that South Park made fun of it in that first season with one of the characters. You know, they had the, his little guy, Kevin, walking around with him. So like I <laughs> yep. sort of knew that, but not enough to be able to apply it to a plot. Once I saw what was going on, I'm like, oh, OK, now now I'm, now I'm making sense why they dedicated an entire season to making fun of this. But so, how will that do with voting? So I don't know. Who, you know will, pe- will people, you know, take it for for what it is with the documentary or will it will it just be like, "Oh, that movie stinks." So, I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll have to say. <laughs> but and that and that's that I mean as we we mentioned before, it's tough. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, like is Batman Forever like I think a well-made good movie? Yeah. And it's like it it should win on those merits, but it's also like when you hear sub 50, it's like, well, are you, are, but are you going for the insanity? Cause if you want people, cause like the Island of Dr. Moreau is so bad that it's kind of amazing, you know? And so that's what it is. It's worthy of a watch. It's worthy of discussion because there is just so much to talk about with that movie. Yeah. Now I, I got to ask you this. Do you think, because like you watch the documentary and it, it makes you kind of think that had he not been interfered with, there would have been a movie that would have been of some merit here. Do you think had the original director had all his ducks in a row and was able to do everything he wanted to do, do you think it still would have been a good movie or do you think it still would have been a disaster? No, I, I don't. I, but, but mostly because of... The two actors, right? Yeah, Brando yeah. and Val Kilmer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they just wouldn't have allowed it to, to exist. Um, 
I mean, Brando insisting that the little guy dressed like him in every scene is just, it's amazing. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's something. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, yeah, again, that's Dude Where's My Car, Big Top Pee Wee, Samurai Cop, and Island of Docs Bro. Any of, the, any of the other three stick out? I remember seeing Dude Where's My Car in theaters. I don't, I've never seen the other two. I do remember seeing that. And at that time, I don't know, I'm like, Middle school? What, sixth grade? Yeah. How old was I? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> How old were you? That sounds about, let's just go with that. Sixth grade. Why yeah. Um, I guess I liked it. I don't know. I feel like that was a good movie at that time. Yes. Yeah. I'm in like, so 2000, I'm in like 10th grade. So that's like prime rewatching stupid comedies zone. So like I look back on that and, and you know, then a couple of years later you're in college and it's like, oh, this movie from a couple of years ago and we're going to play it back. So, I mean, I have always have fond memories of that one. I, I have no idea how that's aged, though. I'm sure, I'm sure it, it's aged questionably. Right. Well, I mean, isn't, the, isn't there a whole bit where, like, the aliens are, are like, hot women and, like, it's all... I, there was a whole bit with that. I can barely remember, you but remember I know that there's... You remember way too much. I remember, I remember the parts I liked. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, know, I know, like, teen Adam probably loved, it. loved that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that my brother picked that one, so we'll see how he uh, how he does there. Uh, <laughs> Samurai Cop is another, I think, just one of those like uh, the room quality bad movies where it's just so bad it's you can't look away type of deal. That was Grant's other pick. I mean, based off the title, I want to see this. It, it's one of those ones where we've watched enough bad movies on Prime that I, I've seen Samurai Cop in the room. I feel like I've like, seen you'd that. like this yeah, movie. Yeah. I'm like, oh, would I? Oh, oh, sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is. This is what you think of me. Yeah, okay. I, I could see I could see a fun dude wears my car below freezing episode. I don't know. That that one qualifies. Seventeen on the on the critic. Oh man. Okay. Yeah, that's there's some nostalgia there too. That's oh, right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. If the audience is below thirty two, do you do it or it's just critic? Just critical. Critic, got it. I mean, we might we might make an exception here and there, but generally it's just it's yeah. just critical. All right, so that was pool E. We're on to Pool F, and Melissa, you're going to be up on this one. What was your second pick? My second pick is Jeepers Creepers. Oh, wow. Great pick. Right? I love scary movies. Yeah. I definitely, and you you said it earlier, most movies that kind of fit this criteria are bad, like scary horror movies, and that's usually my go-to. Adam's like, what, what do you want to watch tonight? Give me a genre. And I'm like, horror, scary, like every time. Um, and then usually I Charlie Brown walk up the stairs being like, fuck, I got to find another fucking horror movie to watch. But this one, especially for like our age range, like this was a good, this I movie, think, This movie fucking rocks. Yes. It's, it's scary. Um, yet somehow I feel like I've driven on that road and I've seen that house in the area we're from. So it almost seems like uh, <laughs> realistic in a way. I don't know. This movie will always be a great go-to movie and i was shocked that it fit this criteria just like and, most of my movies that i pick and just just barely barely 46 uh critical and 49 audience yeah wow just got in there excellent yeah i saw this one for the first time this past halloween uh rdb who's in this in this draft too is a he's a big jeepers creepers flag flag waver so he loves uh he loves getting people to watch that for the first time because he's, he's he's all about the uh the Hitchcock style ending to that one. So yeah, fun movie for anyone who hasn't seen it for sure. And and uh, another one where like, I didn't know anything going in other than just they're on a highway and they encounter someone, you know, a, a drifter or something. And then it kind of goes off the rails from there in, in the best of ways. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But, yeah, real good pick. Excellent. And that's going uh, up 
to now what's looking like a pretty stellar bracket here. And that's Group F, and it's going to be Jack starring Robin Williams. It's going to be another horror classic, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, and fuck. also yeah. Jaws the Revenge, so Jaws 4 in that one, too. So we have Jeepers wow, Creepers. I feel like I've got Jack. shit to say about all of them. I know, those. we've seen all of them. Yeah, Jaws 4 is, is as bad as, as everybody thinks, but again, I do, I do think it's... It, there's, there's Jaws, and then there's the other ones. So I, I don't know... Our kids, so we have a six-year-old and a three-year-old. She's seven. <laughs> seven now. Come on. All right. Oh my. They're always going to be my baby. I know, I know. Um, they've seen the Jaws movies. Yeah, every single one. <laughs> and they wow. love them, but the uh, they're not scared by them. But Not um, at all. Yeah, not at all. The first one, I think they were like, wow. And then every other one, they just laughed. They just thought every other one after that was just funny. Our three-year-old was laughing at moments where we were like, wait, is she scared or is she laughing? And she just thought the entire thing. She... She's like Adam. She's very like blunt and just says, speaks her mind. But yeah, she was very much like, this is stupid. <laughs> but, you know. Ah, good. I'm raising her right. Um, I, I know what you did last summer, I think, falls in that same. That's a good one. I mean, that's that's just got. If it, yeah. were, if it were me, I would pick those two to move forward. Or not Jaws, sorry. Jeepers. Jeepers, and... Creepers, and I know what you did last summer. Yeah, you know I what's know what you did last summer though? was kind of a oh. surprise to some of us, too, that that qualified. It was one of my brother's other picks. It, it, just because it was so popular when we were, I think that's another one where I'm in middle school, and it's just like it, everyone went and saw it. So I, it, it's, I guess maybe Rotten Tomatoes comes out later, so that didn't catch that wave of popularity. So maybe they didn't remember it as well. And it does. It's not, a, I guess, a terrible surprise that the critics went after it. But that's really riding the coattails of Scream and all that. But. I was a yeah. little surprised that was included. So I think that one, we thought maybe even has a chance to win the whole thing. And then there's Jack, which is, we talked about the ones that are just those other movies in the mix that probably, like, they went for something big and ended up with something else. And I was also kind of surprised that one was under under 50, because I always remembered it pretty well. Well, I mean, I'm, you mentioned this. I mean, famously directed by Francis Ford Coppola, which is just... Uh, which is amazing in that respect. But like, again, the, the timing of this pick is also rough because I mean, literally the day that we're recording this, it was announced that uh, Bill Cosby is being released from prison. His conviction was overturned. So uh, outside of the implications of like the real world where Bill Cosby is a piece of shit, um, uh, I, I don't think even if I wanted Jack to win, I would vote for it. Yeah. Yeah, and that 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 news in itself might might sink it a bit. But but on th this is I mean I'm just this is going to be a Jeepers versus I know what you did last summer pool. I, I, I mean so that's just going to be. I, yeah. Unless people just see the word Jaws and just click it and don't get up to the revenge part. Right. <laughs> And then that would be really smart, whoever picked Jaws. They really like were like probably hoping that's what would the, the audience would do. <laughs> My, Michael Caine famously missed receiving his Best Supporting Actor uh, award at the Oscars because he was filming this movie. Yeah, that's right. And I think he said to this day he's never, he's never even seen it. Yep. Oh, God. Uh, okay, so yeah, again, that's Jeepers Creepers, Jack, I Know What You Did Last Summer, and Jaws, The Revenge. And we have... Group G up next, and Adam, this is going to be a uh, an Adam pool here. So what is your third and final pick for this thing? So I'm going to tell you what it was going to be, because I wanted I wanted our picks to not be picks that obviously that any of you did for the for the draft, but then you, you had an honorable mention section at the end. I'm like, oh, don't say any of them, because I'm not going to, if you do, I'm not. 
And I was gonna do Snake Eyes. And then right like at the last minute, somebody said Snake Eyes and I was like, fuck it, I'm not doing it. So I pivoted, I pivoted, and I'm, I'm doing a recent episode that we did, one of, my, one of my nostalgic favorites from like the early 2000s, and that is The Skulls. Wow, very nice. Yep, 9% nine, 9 critical, 43% audience. And I, I, I just genuinely think this is a good movie. I, I don't care what anybody says. I, I, I think everybody is good in it. I, I think it's, it's a fun plot. We, we on our episode talk about the conspiracy that, that is Hollywood trying to railroad Rob Cohen uh, because he was talking about secret societies. Um, what a, just a, what an awesome watch. Fucking Craig T. Nelson's in this thing. It's, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. Have you seen it? Um, you know, I haven't. I remember it. I listened to the, uh, I did listen to the episode though. And it's a great, it is a great episode. And uh, I know our Grant Z here, uh, he had, was considering picking that. And he saw that you guys did an episode on it and listened to it yesterday and, and had a blast listening to the episode too. So uh, <laughs> a great, a great pick. And that's going to go on my, uh, my watch list here too, for sure. So the Skulls. And the Skulls is going to go up against... And what was the score on the Skulls again, Do you, if you have it there? 9% uh, critical, 43 audience. Wow, so the, the critics really, really buried that one, huh? Oh, yeah, Roger Ebert <laughs> fucking hated this movie. <laughs> oh, boy. That's going to be in Group G, and Group G is going to be, along with Skulls, Hall Pass, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and another movie that has a that has a below freezing episode and that's Blair Witch 2 Book of Shadows. <laughs> this is a good category or this is like a good group of movies. I, I have to ask who picked Buffy the Vampire Slayer because they are like my soulmate. Yeah, that's my brother as well. So he picked that. He I'm picked sitting I, right, I, here. So right here. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, oh my God. This person and I need to just watch movies together. <laughs> that, yes. I, hands down. Sorry. That will be one of my votes. Do I get to vote? I can, right? Yeah, we'll just go to Twitter and vote. Yep, that's every, any, like, anyone with a Twitter, Twitter account has it. You could just, and if you're not okay. a Twitter person, just make a burner account and, you know, go in there. There we go. I'll, yeah. Click it and delete at the end of the, the, the end of the tournament. But yeah, so the, that was Buffy the Vampire Slayer was one that when he picked it in the draft, everyone just exploded like, oh my God, I, I assumed it wasn't eligible. How is that eligible? It's ridiculous. Yes, that one was a very popular one. So I think that one's got some legs in this as well. Oh yeah. Um, hall Pass is kind of, again, like that falls into that, that you know, bad comedy zone, Jason Sudeikis and, and company. Yeah, it's, it, it is tricky to think about what people are even going to vote for. Because then again, you know, it's, it's like, what would I vote for? And then well, what's going to win, you know? And we, well, I've always said with these guys when we do these things, like, I could pick one that I think might win, but if I don't, if it wins the whole thing and I don't feel passionate about doing an episode about it, I, what did I really do then, you know? So I, at the end of the day, I want to pick ones that I want to talk about. And I just hope that other people like voting for them, so... Uh, but I think that I think Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I think Skulls has, has that uh, has that nostalgia to it also from that era. Um, talk to me about Blair Witch Two: Book of Shadows because you have a, a good episode in that that I, I left a little oh. offended from. But you know, Jesus Christ, that movie is <laughs> amazing. Um, oh wow, <laughs> I I I really I mean I knew it wasn't going to be like the first one, but I don't know what the fuck that was. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's 14% critic, 18% audience. 
I will confess to being one of the 18% in the... Uh, so I, we saw this in, in high school. You know, obviously the Blair Witch was... The first one was a, a phenomenon and, and a craze. So opening night... We went to the to the mall and saw this one with a group of a group of ten people probably. And of those ten, I was the only one who <laughs> thought it was a good movie. They all left there saying that that was a heap of garbage. What was that? The blah blah blah. I'm like, no guys, trust me. Listen, listen. It's good, and I'm trying to like pitch it and like you know you're gonna look back and people are gonna realize that this was a good movie. Looking back, I'm still the only one who realizes that <laughs> that he liked it. So. <laughs> So this was you know a what it is? It's the director of the uh, of those Paradise Lost documentaries, and uh, I was always kind of fascinated by that story and all that. So I think I kind of like yeah. coaching myself into liking it, and like you know the opening credit has the uh, a good rock tune in. I was like, all right, here we go. We got a good we we got a good uh, we got a good flick here. And yeah, it's I will say though it, it is starring the lead of Burn Notice, which is one of my one of my guilty guilty pleasures, guilty television pleasures. So Jeffrey Donovan. So at least something came out of that. You know, he's also in, I think, The Changeling and a season of Fargo. He's in a couple other things, too. But I don't think anyone else in that Ch- movie even worked again. The Changeling, uh, the, the Eastwood flick? Yeah, he's the FBI, uh, like the head FBI guy. That movie is criminally underrated. That movie is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's, I, I totally agree. Real, uh, that's another one you don't know what you're getting into. That movie just takes like, a right turn. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. So that so that uh, that group is Skulls, Hall Pass, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and Blair Witch Two: Book of Shadows. Uh, where uh, we have two groups left here, and Melissa, you have one pick left here. And what did you go with here for your final pick? I picked. This is a good one. Yes, I picked Spice World. W- which one? What is it? <laughs> Spice World. Oh, Spice World. Yes. Absolutely. I was and like, I'll come tell you on. What, if you haven't seen this movie, then we need to educate you. I, I saw Spice World in the theaters, I will have you know. Yes. I think with the same group of friends, I went to Blair Witch 2 Book of Shadows. Wow, you guys just nailed it picking movies. <laughs> wow, I tell you what, I may have a new favorite to win this one because I think a Best Picture cast episode of Spice World might just break the internet. I, Fuck yes. Oh my God. I'm... Yeah, this, who was not, everybody knew the Spice Girls, you know what I mean? And I think, okay, so I told Adam, I was like, there's no way that this is below 50%. All the Spice Girl fans would be voting. And he goes, do you really think the Spice Girl fans are voting on, on Rotten Tomatoes? And I was like, oh, nope, they're definitely not. I didn't vote. And I would have. But yes, I think this movie is, a lot of people are going to just like see it. It's a name that you don't think of. Like, oh, what movie are we going to watch tonight? Spice World. You don't do that. But if it was in your stack of movies to watch, would you not go, oh, maybe. <laughs> I think I need to revisit this. <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm still getting my head around a, a, a BPC Spice World episode. That's, uh, that is a great pick. I love that. I think that gets votes, too. I think that one, uh, that one has a shot there. So Spice World will be joining in Group H, Anaconda, Sergeant Bilko, and Get Hard, which is the Will Ferrell, Kevin Hart comedy. So Spice World, Anaconda, Sergeant Bilko, Get Hard. So any of those three movies stick out to you guys? I mean, Anaconda is a great movie. I, th- I, I really enjoy that movie. Yeah. I don't know the other two. 
Um, oh, oh, I, I, I have, have such a soft spot for Sergeant Bilko. I've heard of it, I think, because of you. Yeah, oh, you absolutely it. have, yeah. yeah. Um, and again, it is, it's, I think it's because, like, Steve, Steve Martin is the, the lead, but he's also, you know, Phil Hartman's there to counteract him and, and Dan Aykroyd, and it, there's just some ridiculous bits throughout it. It's not, it's not a good movie, but it's just, it's silly and ridiculous. You know, I gotta say, I, I don't, I don't mind saying this. I don't, I don't see the appeal in Kevin Hart, and I don't think I've seen very many of his movies. Um, so I don't, I don't have anything to say on Get Hard. I'm kind of with you there. I, I don't think I've ever seen a Kevin Hart movie, to be honest with you. I, I, I think, think I think I, my most enjoyable thing of his is when he's he's in the Secret Life of Pets as the bunny. Oh yeah. And I love him. I love him. I love his he's voice amazing, in that. Yes. But I, I like I, I think his voice fits that character well. But I I just I don't know how much I enjoy the persona of Kevin Hart. Yeah, I I agree. And and you know as far as Will Ferrell movies go, I would have gone Kicking and Screaming, which is the soccer movie. I don't know if you guys have seen that one, but that that was my uh, that was like a runner up for one of the ones I would have picked. But yeah, so that's so we got Spice World, Anaconda, Sergeant Bilko, Get Hard. I think Spice World has a shot there. I think it does. Oh yeah. Although Anaconda, <laughs> I think we all think has a chance of winning the whole thing too. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it, that's that's a strong contender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so that leads us to the final pool. But don't worry, <laughs> I'm going to be rounding my Spice Girl fans to the be whole, voting. Whole, <laughs> I, love that, it. I mean. <laughs> Try to get uh, try to get scary spice to retweet the the poll and then it's and then it's a oh, rap. Shit. Game on. You get, you've it. got five potential spice girls to yeah. retweet this. I mean that's there You it get is. one yep. and you got it. Yeah. You could also go after the whole Beckham family, you know, maybe they'll they'll give you a retweet. Um, so group I is the final group, the four movies that we didn't mention yet, and they are The Vanishing, and that is the that is the nineteen ninety three American remake of The Vanishing, which is a I I misspoke last week and said it was a Swedish film. It's a Dutch film. It's from the Netherlands. So, uh, The Vanishing. We have Sylvester Stallone's Judge Dredd. We have <laughs> Arnold's Eraser. And we have the other movie that sunk John Travolta's other half of his career. And that's Look Who's Talking Now, which is the third installment of the talking movies, the Look Who's Talking movies. So the vanishing Judge Dread Eraser and look who's talking now. Any of those? Uh, pop that's up a. Up? That's a. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. That's a rough bunch. Yeah. Um, the so the the original vanishing is a is a Criterion collection. Um, and is has been praised a, a lot. I didn't even know they remade it, and I think that says a lot about the chances of that one. <laughs> um, Judge Dredd is is it's it's up there. It's it's one of those great movies that tries to guess what like the internet is going to look like, and it just looks terrible. I mean that like virtuosity and like the lawnmower man. They all they all really tried and and just did not succeed. Hackers. And then what? Oh, hack. Yes, hackers. Uh, and then. What, what, uh, eraser. Yeah, that's tough. Never heard of that. That's Vanessa. That's- Vanessa Williams is in it. Michael, it's like uh, it's James mid. Khan. It's mid. Yeah, it's mid nineties Arnold when he was like pretty. I don't know how to say this, but like pretty much irrelevant. Yeah. I mean, like you had Last Action Hero, and like I think he was more known for like um, what was the fucking with the Turbo Man? Um, what was the Christmas movie that he was in? Um, oh yeah, yeah, uh, Jingle All the Way. Yes, oh, exactly. Oh, how yeah. did I not um, get that one? But like Eraser, I remember seeing Eraser yep. and it just was like, ah, all right, okay. And like, and, but yeah, but the Look Who's Talking trilogy, I mean, those were money makers. I mean, as bad as they were, people went to go see them. Uh, so now I, I can't say that I'm fond of them, but I, I know that there is a, there's a base out there for them. I've seen 
That was the third one that was picked? That's yeah, the third one. The dogs. Yeah. the dogs are talking. Yeah, I have not seen that one, but I saw the other two. I think that one, just with being in that franchise, has a chance. Yeah, yeah, true. They may, it, the, you know, whoever's clicking may not totally be honed in on which one that is. Uh, but I, I got to say, I mean, now, so look who's talking now. That might even have gone straight to, to DVD or it, was, or it wasn't in theaters, you know, very long. But that's 1993. So that's literally, the, I think, the last movie Travolta does before Pulp Fiction, where his career then meets its, its, its second life. And yep. uh, Tarantino was just on Joe Rogan this week uh, promoting his, his new book. And he was talking about casting Travolta for Pulp Fiction and how the studios were laughing at him. And, you know, they, they, he had this whole list, of wish list of actors. And they said, we'll okay any one of them except for Travolta. There's no, he's, a, he's a straight-to-DVD guy. There's no way you're putting this movie. And, and Tarantino just hold, held strong with it. So, you know, a few years later, he'd do Battlefield Earth. And then he'd be in the same problem he was in <laughs> all over again. Yeah, so again, that group is The Vanishing, Judge Dredd, Eraser, and Look Who's Talking Now. And those are the nine groups to move on from each group. Then we get the group of, of 18 from there. We'll narrow them down to eight, and then it's head-to-head. And we'll do the head-to-head's going to be on Instagram and on Twitter. So it should be, should be super interesting. Guys, thank this was a lot of fun. Thanks uh, so much for, for doing this with, with us. Oh, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, and uh, hey, I mean, you may be back very soon to do a, uh, an episode on either uh, Spice World or Jeepers Creepers or The Skulls or, or maybe Battlefield Earth, you know? <laughs> I guess we'll find out. This is just where I get really cocky and I'm like, I can't wait to do that episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have the backup podcast that if it doesn't win, you can just say, screw it, we're going to do it ourselves anyway. I know. Yeah. We, we, will, we will have to. Well, shit. We can't do cheaper. We actually can't do Spice World either. I know. Oh, fuck. Well, I guess we'll figure it out. Yep. <laughs> so where? So where? Uh, where can people find you again? It's, it's below freezing, and that's on all the platforms. Yeah, it's it's on all the platforms. Um, and we have a, an Instagram and a, a Facebook page. I, I, I'm sure we'll get a Twitter one soon. I've just been so so lackadaisical about it. So I'm like, uh, eventually, Social media is exhausting, but not too exhausting for everyone out there to vote though. So go out and vote at Best Picture Cast on Twitter, uh, also on Instagram at Best Picture Cast. Voting will will be out uh, July seventh, and it's gonna pretty much there'll be polls every day, so straight through uh, straight through the month till we uh, till we figure out who's gonna win this damn thing. So if you have uh, any thoughts on any of these, it's our email is bestpicturepodcast at yahoo dot com. But again, the social media is at bestpicturecast, and also give a follow to uh, Below Freezing because you guys do a great job too. And looking forward to all the all the wonderful movies you're gonna be covering heading up here so. oh yeah we, we, we got the next few lined up we got some got some good <laughs> shit some coming good up coming. Yeah. <laughs> that's great so yeah so vote vote for your favorites vote against your least favorites whatever you got to do whatever makes you happier both are well within your right here so adam melissa thanks for joining us i appreciate it hey maybe we'll be back here soon doing one of these so thanks again guys and yep. uh, we'll catch everyone next thank time. you hello i am here with maddie z yet again say hi maddie and this time we're going to go over, here we're going to go over the sub-50 pool. And Maddie, you're going to pick the um, what you think is going to win, okay? I'm going to win. You're going to win? Is Daddy going to win? Yeah. Okay, I love your enthusiasm. Okay, Maddie, can you pick two out of these four? Yeah. Okay, Volcano, The Purge, 
Last action hero or twins? Um, twins. Twins, okay. So you like twins? Do you like any other ones? Yeah. Which one? A volcano. All right, so twins and volcano you think are going to win. Okay. Now, I know you're going to win. Now you will pick. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll do my picks later. I just want to hear yours. And now the second one, we have Battlefield Earth, Batman Forever, Mac and Me, or Coneheads. Um, Coneheads. You think Coneheads is going to win? All right, what else? Wow. Uh, Battlefield Earth, Batman Forever, or Mac and Me? Um, Batman Forever. Batman Forever, okay. This is that Batman. Batman. Okay, now we have... Batman's my favorite superhero. Oh, that's nice. I thought you liked Spider-Man. I thought I liked Batman. You know who doesn't like Spider-Man? Kieran. Is that silly? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, next up we have League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Casino Jack, Street Fighter, or Jennifer's Body? Jennifer's Body. Okay. And what else? Out of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Casino Jack, or Street Fighter? Okay. Hey, why are you seeing all the videos? I'm, mar I'm marking it down. I'm keeping tabs. All right, next we have Geely, Problem Child, The Fan, or Fateful Findings? Fateful Findings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what else besides Geely, Problem Child, or The Fan? The baby. Geely? Geely baby. Okay, so Geely and Faithful and uh, Faithful Findings. Okay, next up we have Dude, Where's My Car? Big Top Pee Wee, Samurai Cop, or Island of Dr. Moreau? I need Dr. Moreau. Okay. <laughs> What's, <laughs> what do you have to do next? Dude, Where's My Car? Big Top Pee-wee or Samurai Cop? Um, Samurai Cop. I love it. That, that's one of Daddy's movies. All right. Next, we have Jeepers Creepers, Jack, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Is that or, Jack or, or, Skellington? No, not, not Jack Skellington. It's a different Jack. But there is a monster in it. Um, Jeepers Creepers, Jack, I Know What You Did Last Summer, or Jaws the Revenge? Jaws. Yeah. Jaws is my favorite movie. That's the one with the Yeah, but you haven't seen Jaws because it's too scary. Um, you only know the song. How's, how's the song go? Yeah, okay. So Jaws, what, so Jeepers Creepers, Jack, or I Know What You Did Last Summer. I Know What You Did Last Summer. Okay. Um... Next up, we have The Skulls, Hall Pass, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, or Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. Um, Book of Shadows, Okay, and then we have The Skulls, Hall Pass, or Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, 
Vampire. Yeah, that's a, about a it's about a girl who's a cheerleader that, that hunts vampires. Who, who's the girl that hunts vampires? Her name is Buffy. Her name is Buffy. Yeah. Yeah, alright, so let's see what we got here. Next we have Spice World, Anaconda, Sergeant Bilko, or Get Hard. Get Hard. Okay. Jesus. Uh, then we have Spice World, Anaconda, or Sergeant Bilko? Sergeant Bilko. Really? Yeah. Okay. You know what Anaconda's about? Anaconda's about a really big snake. Whoa. <laughs> Snakes make me scared. They make you scared? It's a scary movie. Well, can I be brave to watch that movie? Oh, you're not watching that one yet. You know what's the scariest thing of all is John Boyd's accent. That's the scariest thing of all in that movie. Anyway, last one. You ready? You ready? Yeah. Okay. All right, next up we have The Vanishing, Judge Dredd, Eraser, or Look Who's Talking Now. Look Who's Talking Now. Do you know what that's about? What? It's about um, babies and... Um, Dogs that can talk. Babies can talk. Well, these ones can. They they talk in their mind. And can dogs talk? In this movie, they do. Maybe we'll watch it one day. I hope not. Um, okay, Maddie. So next we have the Vanishing, Judge Dread, or Eraser. Right. Eraser. Okay. So basically, by the end, you just just pick the last one that I mentioned. So that's. Not really um, thought out, but still, it's a theory. All right, Maddie. That's it. Thank you very much for your help. Bye. And we lost her. Okay, Maddie, say goodbye to everybody. Bye, everybody. Say get out there and vote. Get out there and vote. Okay. Bye.